Stevenson centers, and the loose puck was put on. Rebound shot blocked. Now Eichel scores. The third rebound goes for Eichel. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Marcia Selwright to the circle. White Cloud shoots. He scores. Doing his best. Jack Eichel finds the opening. Top shelf. Sharp angle for White Cloud. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Lindsey Brown, live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet. On the 215, home of the... Woo! Ready to go, ready to get at it uh, with the Vegas Golden Knights up against the Winnipeg Jets. It's been a hot minute since Vegas beat the Winnipeg Jets uh, in year number two, in fact. Uh, didn't play one of those seasons, and it's been all Winnipeg. Five straight victories head-to-head. So we'll get into that storyline. John Shannon, the former executive uh, producer of Hockey Night in Canada two times over and now uh, covers several teams uh, through the course of his podcast. Uh, the Bob McCown podcast will stop by because he's intricately involved uh, and very uh, aware of what's happening with the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, so we'll get into that. News and notes, uh, one-timers from around the National Hockey League uh, coming up. But we start off with the, the launch of the reverse retro. Were you as blown away as I thought and built it up to be? Um. Okay, so a couple of things, right? Like, I had a pretty good idea of what the actual jersey was going to look like. Yeah. So there wasn't really that much of a change in terms of what the perception of the jersey was going to be until the lights went out. Exactly. And when the lights went out... Game changer. It was absolutely one of the cooler features I've seen on a jersey. I like the design of the jersey, even when the lights are on. I, I love the the word mark on the front. I like the different uh, the different style, the Stardust style of of the numbers. I like the color scheme. I think it's good. Um, the in, Stardust font uh, yeah, with the numbers I, and the swords. And I'll on tell the side. you, I'll tell you, the thing that I really love is the swords. Like I'm all about the swords. I was I was really really stoked to see that the swords are on the pants, but also they are illuminated in the light, too. They're glow-in-the-dark also. Like, that is the coolest thing in the world. So it's going to look really awesome when the Golden Knights are coming out uh, out for for the, the beginning of the game. The lights are going to be off. They're going to be glowing. It's awesome. Um, is it everything you build it up to be? Yes, it is. Yes, it is, because it is one of the more unique and interesting one-of-a-kind jerseys I think I've ever seen in the NHL. Did you have any inkling of the glow-in-the-dark? Well, no, I had no clue that that was going to be a thing. That was a highly... Highly kept secret. Well, sure. That was uh, good. I'm, I'm surprised because a lot of stuff uh, will will leak out from from time to time, and we we saw a bunch of the sweaters uh, on different sites leading up to this. But boy, oh boy, the glow in the dark factor, awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm all about it. I I loved the Golden Knights reverse retro jersey. I I like the simplicity of the jersey, and then how much it pops. And and really, again, it's it's all about. It being a representation of Vegas, and I don't think that you can really look at that jersey and not get Vegas, especially with Like all the symbolism. All of it. It's all there. You've got Excalibur font. You've got Stardust font. You've got... You've got the swords for the Excalibur, too, and then... And you know what the swords swords also have double meaning? 
it's like the strip in the standing out from the desert night, that long stretch mm-hmm. surrounded by darkness. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the neon. You've got the glow in the dark. You've got what this city shows you before you even get into the proper city. Like, you see the lights of Vegas before you see Vegas, right? Like, and that's always, it's always been that way. As a kid coming here, you always noticed the neon. You always noticed how much this city lit up the night sky. It's represented in the jersey. I'm all for it. Uh, they also upped the ante because the, the Vegas on the front, the numbers, the names, they glow. Like mm-hmm. when you're in this rink, uh, when they wear these sweaters against mm-hmm. Vancouver in late November, there's going to be black light on them, and that's going to pop out to you. Mm-hmm. So that's cool because of the black light and being able to glow, give you that uh, impression that it's glowing. But then you think, okay, well, without black light, will it grow? Glow? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Even without the black light. If you have that thing against the light and then turn off the uh, the, the switch, mm-hmm. it glows green. Yeah. So it's it's a double glow. I don't even know what the terminology for that is. Well, I think you just came up with it. It's double glow. There's got to be something better than that. Glow squared? Even better than that. Well, come up with something. Give me give me something. It's just wild. You, I, you've I, had you've had like 48 hours to sit on this and figure out a better name, and you're not doing it. What I do you was, want from uh, me? I was at the work one day. Gave you and two things. I was coming uh, back from downstairs and immediate availability, Yeah. and I got a, psst, hey, and I look over, uh-huh. and it's my buddy in the office. I'm not going to mention his name. He said, oh. have you seen, the, uh, have you seen the, the, the New Jerseys? Yeah. I'm like, uh, I saw them because at a media day, there were some pictures being taken out in the ice. Sure. We weren't allowed to say anything about them, but we yeah. saw some pictures being taken with yep. the full kit, with the uh, black primary-based colored jersey mm-hmm. and the pants with the sword and everything. I thought, I said, yeah, yeah, I've seen them. He's like, have you seen everything? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, come here. Mm. So it's very clandestine. I felt like I was back in the Cold War. Sure. Exchanging secrets, trying to get okay. the, the uh, secrets from the Russians. He calls me in. And, and he shows me the jersey. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. But then he turned off the lights, but he had the black light on. I was like, what? Like, right. That just blew me away. And he said, wait for this. And he turned off the black light, mm-hmm. and it turned green. And I almost, seriously, almost fell down. Really? It just, I'd never seen anything like it. And I wasn't expecting that part of it. And yeah. we've never seen anything like this with a, with a professional sports jersey. I know Dallas has fiddled with the concept, but not a full-on glowing jersey. Well, Dallas is just neon. It's not glowing, and mm. that's the difference, right? I, I, it, it's almost like three jerseys in one. It is. Yeah. So it, it's not even squared at this point. What's your favorite part, though? Is it the green glowing? Is it the backlight? And what they're going to be doing inside this rink at mm-hmm. T-Mobile Arena when they come out is going to be spectacular. I don't want to get into all that. Oh, do you already know? No. Oh, okay. But, but I don't want to speculate about that. <laughs> okay. I just know when you uh, have the in-arena show for sure. two straight years, yeah. and then you throw in the idea that you could glow out there, mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that's an opportunity to really flex and and show the rest of the national hike league but you've got the glowing part you've got the swords mm-hmm. you got the the symbolism of of the font uh you've got a different colored jersey with the primary black uh base on, on the sweater what's what jumps out at you the fact that it glows in the dark yeah. 
I mean, like, I'm a very simple man. I I think that it's the coolest thing in the world that this jersey is glow-in-the-dark and that it, it, it has different layers to it depending on what light source you do or don't have in the dark. You can have a different hue under a black light than you'll have just under a regular situation where the lights are out and your jersey's right there. So to me, the fact that, that it's going to have all those different intricacies about it and yet the jersey's still awesome on its own in the day, in in the daylight, uh, it, it hits for me. But it, it, it it's a it's a freaking glow in the dark jersey there. And like I, I'm sorry, that's the coolest aspect. When the that's Vegas, the part that I like the most. When the Vegas Golden Knights unveiled the gold jersey, mm-hmm. one of the things that was explained to me, and it stuck with me all along, was. It's not just a hockey sweater. Mm-hmm. It's a fashion statement. You can wear that gold jersey out anywhere because the metallic and the sheen and, and how, it, uh, how it just pops, it's different than wearing a hockey jersey of any kind. Mm-hmm. This reverse retro offering is very much the same way. Can you imagine going to a club? Like you're out there, you're doing the potato digger on the dance floor. It's two a.m. They turn down the lights, whoa, 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 and, and, and you've got that Vegas, and all of a sudden you're glowing with the neon of Vegas, and then the lights go completely out, and yeah. the green is shining, and you're continuing to do the potato digger, but nobody can see you because all they can see is the Vegas font. I'm not familiar with the potato digger. Well, you know the sprinkler. No. Do you know the the shopping cart? Not. Of, I'm not. And you don't know that you don't no. know the potato digger. Where did, did you, you not? Go to did you not dance growing up? What? Show me. Come on. You no, didn't no, no. dance. Show, I shopping I, cart. That's not dancing. I don't know what that shopping is. cart. There it is. All right. Hold there on. it is. Hold okay. On. No, no, here's, no, 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 no. Here's, hold on, hold on. here's the potato digger. You can't get into the. Uh, you got potato digger. You got to Yeah. No, no. Okay. Oh, you got You got to yeah, do that. There again. You, you got to do that. I, again. Did, I can't do it right now. I'll do it in the commercial oh, break. I'll, I'll do it. On. I'll do it for Ridiculous. you in the commercial break. You just did it. You no, can because do it my, again. my headphones are falling off. But I'll, I'll, I'll no, give you. I'll give you no your Instagram, your Twitter moment. I will. Show. I'm not. I'm not shy. This is awesome. But you never did. So no, never, no. Okay, I, what's your go-to dance when you've got your retro reverse retro jersey out there in the club at two thirty a.m.? Is that is that the dress code? I'm telling you this. This sweater. Is going to be can transfer over into okay. nightlife Vegas. It's so cool. Yeah, I I don't know that I would like classify any dance moves that I've done as as an adult as as anything resembling. Yeah, it's definitely not the sprinkler if that's what the sprinkler is. You you, you just use a shovel. You're you're that's literally you're, you're digging a hole with a shovel and you're calling that but dancing. You're, you're moving. This is you're amazing. Moving. Oh my goodness. You've never looked more like Herman Munster than you do right now. I'm not a great dancer. I'll it's admit not that. good. Yeah, it's pretty creepy. Usually, I've got a drink in my hand too. And if I'm really smart, I got two drinks in my hand, and then I'm out then there. You for don't have to do seconds. anything. Yeah, I'm out there for 15 seconds, and I say, I gotta go. It's well done. Um, yeah. What would I do at the club wearing the reverse retro jersey? Honestly, whatever I want Backflip. to. Backflip. Whatever I want to. Backflip. I, I don't think Handstand. that I'd make it. I don't think I'd make it. Come on. Uh, these things are available. For pre-order right now, too. Yeah, they so are. It, people kind of got caught off guard by Reverse Retro 1.0. Mm-hmm. Two years ago, those red, fantastic sweaters. Because I was talking to a guy in the Arsenal the other day. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. He, he wanted one. You can't get them anymore. It's a bummer. It was a one-year, one-and-done, see you later. Yeah. Not going to be offered again. Yeah. 
and it was almost here and gone. A lot of people capitalized on it, but some were thinking, oh, it'll be around yeah. in, the, in the arsenal for a couple of years. I'll be able to get it, and next year I don't have to rush. We all know now they're going to wear it for eight games. Yep. And that's it. Yep. A game in November, three games in December, and four games in January. Yep. New Year's Eve game, too. Let's New go. Year's Eve uh, with the reverse retro glow-in-the-dark sweater. And, and then it's gone. So you can pre-order on mm-hmm. VegasTeamStore.com right now. They will be in the Armory and the Arsenal, actually in the store, on November 20th. Oh, nice. But there's a limited supply. Ooh. And then after that, they'll on the 20th, they'll be available for overall general sale. Okay. But you got... I'm going to pre-order. Are you? Yeah. Did you already do it? I'm pre-ordering. No, but I was on it uh, today. Do you, do you, but I'm going to pre- I, Today's been a busy day, but I am going to. And I'm going to get the number, the name, the whole kit. What What? What name? Your name? No, I'm not getting my name on a what, Golden Knights sweater. What, what are you going to do then? I think I'm going to go Logan Thompson. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Just. Or my my number growing up was 33. Aiden Hill would be a good one yeah, for that. Go. Yeah. And then I could put over the. I could stick that on on the back. I don't think Aiden would appreciate that. No, it's me though. Yeah, but it's over the hill. It's still. But I got I got to get one. When of you're these. wearing that to the club, it's going to be a little awkward. Two thirty in the morning, baby. Yeah. Hey, over sprinkler. The the, hill. the, the uh, real quick, you were trying to figure out what to call the uh, the double neon, the yeah. the double glow in the dark, like the double it's, rainbow. Yeah. Remember that? <laughs> it's pretty special. Um, Stephanie. Yes. Came through. It's the Vegas Glow. Vegas Glow? Yeah, there it is. Better, it than, is. Any, it's better than anything you came up with. Us as a team. I don't know why you're singling me out. You us had more, as a team. You had more time to figure it out. You brought nothing I'm to the just, table. I'm just so excited yeah, for you it. to experience that today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I because was, I knew yeah. it would deliver. I, I was stoked. It was I, good. And people, you were kind of on the fence doubting me. I, I, Chapman for sure was well, like, there's no way it'll measure up. He said that yesterday. That is it, something it, he it, said, it, yes. It, it can't measure Him. up to your hype. And it did. The reverse retro sweater, the black base with that wonderful uh, addition of the swords down the side with the with the red trim mm-hmm. on the bottom of yep. the pants yep. uh, as well. Uh, you've, just, you've just got this marvelous... Uh, Simplistic yet cool sweater because the the diagonal writing mm-hmm. down the side yep. is kind of simplistic, old school. It's classic, and it, it all goes back to the mid nineties and the Vegas Strip. Yep. Neon. Yeah, I like them. I like neon em. baby. I, it, Chapman, can you can you speak to us right now? Which one's Chapman? Chapman, you don't Chapman, Chris Chapman. Which one's he? Which one is Chapman? Well, he's he he's obviously. Not yeah, I'm, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, do, you just, do you just do a TJ Hooker <laughs> roll across the, the the board? No, no, I'm not. Do you remember I, that show? Do you remember, remember that show? Yeah, William Shatner. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they would they would he would jump across the the police car. <laughs> yes. Is that what you just did no, to the board? I, what were you doing? It's like a barrel roll. My what, fault. My fault. I, oh my I'm, goodness. Lindsay Lindsay is running the board, so she she was uh, setting me up here on the mic. So uh, I had to uh, make sure that that. She was turning on the right microphone, but so. I didn't think you did. You had to tackle the were you, microphone. Were you picking up Mjolnir? Like what was that, <laughs> well, Chapman? Picking up what? Uh, uh, Thor's hammer. Come on. Oh, 
No, well, yeah, the way the mic. Well, you guys know how flimsy the microphones are in this studio. No, no, so. no I don't know. I think this is all your fault. Oh, okay. Built like a tank, Chapman. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute. So did it? Did it live up to the hype, Chapman? I, that, I, that's really the only reason I'm bringing you in here. Yes, yes. It, it, they were they were very very cool, very very awesome. They're not the best, but they're they're really damn close. You're so lame. Hey, I I have my favorite. No, you're you're nobody asked you if I'm, it was your favorite. I'm just telling we you. We just we the question was did it live up to the hype? It was, and you totally took what was going to be a great moment and made it Chapman. Well, that's what I do. That's my thing. And all this time, I think you're gonna learn from that. <laughs> no, they're 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 awesome. The glow in the dark aspect is what really hits home for me. Mm. Like, it's super cool. It's super unique. It's a super Vegas thing. Like, they hit it out of the park. Like, the, the, the lettering, the, the, the Vegas down the front, the way it's lettered, the numbers on the back. How about the stars inside the Vegas lettering? Yes, that's that. Like just that yeah, little The ad. detail. Yeah. Super, super cool. They, they absolutely nailed it. And the red and the, and the gold uh, on the sweaters is... It symbolizes the color wheel of Vegas. There's so much little tie-ins along this. The swords, though, that just takes it to a whole next level. There's no one happier because we, we haven't we haven't seen that, right? Yeah. No, there's no one happier that there's swords on the pants than I am. Like that's the coolest. Thing. Not a lot of teams have cool pants. Yeah, like Tampa. The, Tampa's the only yeah. one that really comes front of mind for me because they've got the lightning bolt, and that's the only way you'll ever distinguish them from the Toronto Maple Leafs. So, like, I, I didn't think Vegas would, would have something like this. I was like, I, the Golden Knights, what can a knight have on, on the side of his pants? But the sword? What, why didn't I think of that? I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, that's where you put a sword, right? When you're not using it, you've got it in your holster. I don't know. I've never had one. Well, I, Usually, I thought it was on the back, like a bow and no, arrow. No, I mean, you could go there, but, like, yeah. old school. It's on your side. It's on your hip. Oh yeah, walk. You got to be able to draw. And it, it sort of jingles. It's jangles, almost like, like a spurs. West, it's like a Western night, I yeah. suppose. But you know, yeah, whatever. It is what it is. We're in the West, right? Makes I love sense. it. So this is the last year for Adidas sure. providing the jerseys yep. for the National Hockey League. Yep. I don't know whether the next manufacturer will pick up on this theme. Oh, I hope and, they do. And keep it going. But it's it's taken over for me mm-hmm. above. The individual team's alternate sweaters. Yeah. Like, it's it's better than that. And I, and because it's a one-year and done, there's and every two years by the looks of it, mm-hmm. there's so many different options with it. I'll be honest. Like, I think that we should replace third jerseys with mm-hmm. just reverse retros. Like, every two, like on a two-year cycle, right? Like, I think that the reverse retro allows you to break some rules. It allows you to think outside the box a little bit. It provides a unique enough experience that, you know, you've got fans that I think are going to run to uh, run run to buy these, run to pre-order them, run to get them. And, and, you know, like there were quite a few beyond just the Vegas Golden Knights that I liked. There were some uh, that... Don't go down the list just yet because I want to no, go... No. When we have lots yeah, of time, yeah, I want to be able to we will. examine this. That's fine. Uh, there were some that bothered me to, to no end. But that's fine. Yeah, that's sure, good. Sure. There's two in particular, and we'll get into it, that I just, like, I, I, can't, I can't get myself... I just cannot do it. But all that being said, um, you have a day, a morning like this, because I was on social media i was looking at all the different reactions for all the different jerseys uh when you're able to drum up this much excitement about positivity positivity about the league it's it's awesome it's huge and i I think the reverse retro thing makes hockey more fun pre-order now 
if you'd like to get ahead of the game, mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. VegasTeamStore.com. So now into year number six, the Vegas Golden Knights have five jerseys. Yeah. Four of them are in circulation. Sure. Because the first reverse retro yeah. has been shelved, retired. But of those five, do you have an idea of your favorite? Can you rank them? Uh, I'll go. Part of me wants to see the reverse yeah, retros. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say that because I felt like it was a cop-out. I, I have a feeling that the reverse retros this year could catapult to number one for me once I see them on the ice and once with I the see show, them right? with the show. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but for right now, like I, I think I'd probably go gold first because it's shiny and you're the golden knights like you got it you got to live there i I like the white jerseys a lot i think they're a real classic clean look so i'm gonna go with the uh with the road white um then i'll go this year's reverse retros but the caveat is they might catapult to the top once i see them on the ice with the show then i'll go the red reverse retro then i'll go the steel gray like steel gray to me it's fine it's it's the first ever real sense memory of what the Golden Knights are, but you know you're you're the Golden Knights. You wear gold. Uh, that's gonna that's gonna trump everything for me. I kind of agree with you on the on the on the gray. Yeah, it's a great jersey. Yeah, I don't like I don't awesome dis- crest everything. But what what causes me that consternation in in putting gray down at the bottom is the other four. Are so fantastically great. Yeah, right. Like red, I love, mm-hmm. and there's nothing to do with red in the primary color scheme of the Golden Knights. Really? Yeah. That red base jersey blew me away. It's good, and I love it. Red's, red's get a it. solid color. Red's actually tough to pull off sometimes, and th- and they did it. Like Calgary Flames have had a couple of iterations. Uh, uh, Montreal doesn't stray from their red base. Right. So I'm I'm going to go gold for sure. Yeah. Because those things with the intricacy of the design and how it shimmers, shines, the glitz, the glamour, that, the feel of it, and how you can go out to the club, out to the restaurant. Like, I could wear that to a five-star restaurant. I wouldn't feel out of place. The gold jersey? The gold jersey. Yeah. It's just, it transcends sports to, to life. Uh, then I would go the... New one, that new beautiful reverse retro jersey with so the you're swords. Going, you're going gold and then black. I'm going gold and black, yep. then red, then white, and then gray. Only because, like, I like the white, mm-hmm. but everybody wears white. Well, everybody, no, no. You have no, to. You, yeah. you do. Yeah. Everybody wears white, so it's yeah. tough to do anything different with with, with that, and yep. it's been around since since year number one. So yep. it's, not, it's not any type of knock on a white. It's more a compliment to the gold, the black. And the red. Yeah, I don't have any issues with that. Oh, I, I could cycle those through, like, Monday's gold. Sure. Tuesday's black. Yeah. Wednesday's red. Okay. Thursday's white. Yeah. And Friday, going gray. It's crazy how you've got five jerseys for five days. For five days. Wild. And you know what I do on the weekend? I don't know. What do you sleep. do on the weekend? Oh, you sleep. You don't wear jerseys nope. on the weekend? I sleep. Never seen you wear a jersey before. Sleep. Literally never seen it. Really? Yeah. No, I've never seen you in a jersey. Come over to my house. Never offered. I have more jerseys than anybody I know. Sure. 
Like I have stuff in three different closets in my house. If you were to put I forget a number on about, it. I forget about the number of jerseys that I have. If you had to put a number on it. Yes. What would it be? Probably 75, 80, 100 in and oh, around I there. Was, I was expecting like two to 300. No, no. Huh. But how many should a normal person have? And they're all signed. For, probably most, not mo- that many. Most of them are signed. Yeah. Uh, probably 80% of them are signed. By, by various people. I, I don't have enough space to put them up. I got permission yeah. in my big room where the front door is mm-hmm. to put up uh, a Bernie Perrant and a Bobby Orr nice. signed jersey nice. along with a Wheat King sweater. Hmm. But that's it. Got it. Everything else has to stay in my office. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got those things crammed up in there. Got a couple of really cool ones. You should come over sometime. Oh, okay. Yeah, stop yeah. by. We'll do that. Like, what do you want to do? You want to come by tonight? Ballers game. Oh, yeah. See, I Tough. offer, I offer, I offer. I know. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll get to the hockey side of things. The Winnipeg Jets uh, rolling into town, being the defending Stanley Cup champions last night. John Shannon, former executive producer, Hockey Night in Canada, is coming up uh, on the VGK Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, ninety-eight point nine FM and thirteen forty AM. All right. Yep. Mm-hmm. I was just showing off my dance moves during the commercial break. Whoa, I'm good. John Shannon can uh, relate to that because he gets out there and he cuts a rug. The nightclub, whether it's in Toronto or Las Vegas, he joins us now. Uh, he works on the Bob McCown podcast and John also former executive director with Hockey Night in Canada. John, how are you? I, I'm I'm almost speechless because I'm worried about your dancing. Usually, I'm, you I'm usually great. dislocate something. Well, I, after the bike accident, I'm good. Yeah, I'm living every day. Like, I'm living every day like it's my last, John. So yeah, dancing, and you also have that famous white man overbite too. That's good. <laughs> I want to get to uh, so your reaction to some of the reverse retros, but uh, you you covered the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, you can give us an inside look at uh, this team. I didn't know what they were going to be. This season, they've had a couple of nice wins, but do they have anywhere close to an identity? Uh, I think it's coming. Uh, I don't think it's there yet. I think that you know when you when you have a new coach, uh, and and the coach isn't even behind the bench because he's in COVID protocol. Uh, I think it's difficult to figure out what that identity is. Although Scott Arneal's done a pretty good job in the in the three games. Um, I really do think that in many ways what Rick Bonus is trying to instill is a, a grittier version of the Jets, something I think that uh, you know people in Vegas could uh, understand with what's gone on with the Golden Knights, uh, and it's taking some time. Is he putting his foot down with the veterans? Is that the first thing that's going to happen in the opening 20 games? Well, I, I, think, I think when you when you have the ability to start with a blank slate, uh, you, you're not you're not going to coddle the superstars. You're not going to tell them you have a path. Uh, you have to prove yourself to me and to the rest of my staff. And you, and by the way, you're going to have to play the game our way, not the way that you want to play. And I think that that's something that he's been trying to instill in them. Uh, I think early on in camp, it was a message of, you know what, we want you to have 40 second shifts, not a minute four. Uh, and, you know, if you look at the, the shifts on the ice, there's still a couple of games where some of those big names like Mark Shifley 
in a in a tough game in Denver last night, for instance, had five shifts over a minute in the third period. And that's just something I don't think that Rick will tolerate in the long term. I like being coddled, just for the record. <laughs> so well. You're not getting it from Ryan, and you're not getting it from me, so where else are you going to get it, right? No, no, John, I, I just tweeted out the video of Darren dancing, so do yourself a favor and avoid it at all costs. Oh, I'm going to um, block it. Yeah, 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 I, 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 don't, uh, I don't blame you there. Um, like, who's going to have the hardest time buying in to, to kind of what Rick Bonus is trying to do here? Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I obviously I think that the, the two obvious players are, are Blake Wheeler who was the captain of this team and now is not even an assistant captain. Uh, Mark Scheifele appears to have bought in because he understands uh, where he is in his career and where he is in his contract. Uh, in, in the other place, I think that the, 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 the most difficult group to buy in, simply because it's a different system, are, are the defensemen. And you guys will see that tonight. Uh, they've actually made a, a couple of changes from the first two games, and Josh Morrissey with Neil Pionk, uh, two skating defensemen. I think that they want them to be more aggressive and right on top of the Golden Knights forwards. Certainly saw that last night in overtime, didn't we? Well, it, you know, that Neil Pionk's had a tough start to the season, and uh, they didn't reward him by putting him with Morrissey, but they gave him a chance to prove what he can do with his skills, and he did that with two goals. The, the interesting thing for me, Darren, is the two goals he scored weren't five-on-five. Five. One was four-on-four, four and one was in overtime. And and so that's a that's a real positive. And what you're also going to see tonight, I suspect, is Adam Lowry uh, and Mason Appleton in their line um, on the ice a ton more when Jack Eichel and Mark Stone are on the ice. Mason Appleton was a horse last night. He was really good. Well, Nick Ehlers did not play last night uh, with a uh, with a bit of an injury. I think he's got one that's bugging him. It's not a particular one. Um, and they, they, we all thought they were going to put Sam Gagne on that top line, but they, they put Appleton on the line because he is more physical and he's a little faster. Uh, and he, he took that and felt the reward, and it paid off. He played well at all, all aspects, really well in the offensive zone. And I know that you're on your pregame show tonight, you're going to show the Pionk overtime goal, and the real key play to it was Mason Appleton on the boards with, with, uh, uh, Nathan McKinnon. And both teams factor that in to their games. they got to win those board battles. It's a big part of Bruce Cassidy's approach, and, and we know from Scotty O'Neill, who's filling in for, for Rick Bonus right now, uh, they they got to be able to win those 50-50 battles. Well, and, and that's the one thing that I think that this team still has on its side. They still have a, uh, quite a bit of size. When you think of Wheeler and Shifley uh, and, and Pierre-Luc Dubois, uh, with Lowry and Appleton. This is a team that can be physical, and the, the aggressive style that Arneal and Bonus want them to play will make a difference. When you kind of look at this team and, and understanding that it's going to take time to really get to that identity that Rick Bonus wants to instill, uh, how do you view the Winnipeg Jets this season? Like, What are the realistic expectations for them? Uh, well, hey, listen, Ryan, they're going to be in tough to make the playoffs. They're going to be in tough to make the playoffs. There's little doubt about that. They're going to have to have Connor Hellebuck play out, lights out every night, you know. And, 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 and the other problem is that he's not going to be able to play 82 games. And so right now it's David Riddick as the backup that's going to have to probably play about 20 games. And, and David Riddick has to regain his form. 
You know, he after he left Calgary, he went to Toronto and Nashville, and he lost his mojo. And he's going to have to regain his mojo for this team to have any sniff at the postseason. But I, I don't really like their odds at this point. But I think that in the long haul for what the Jets are trying to do, I understand why they brought Rick Bonus in just to change the culture. John Shannon is with us, former executive producer, Hockey Night Canada, now host of the Bob McCowan podcast. Why don't you have your name on the podcast? I, you know, Darren, I don't need my name in the podcast. You know, everybody knows what I do, and it's okay. Life is good. Hmm. You're not a full-time announcer yet, then, because an announcer no. would, would make sure that their name was on the podcast. The ego oh, would not yeah. allow yeah, an announcer yeah. to do it. Well, You're still a producer at heart. If I wanted my name out there every day, I'd go into real estate. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this matchup that we're going to see tonight involves two teams who five years ago uh, were in that that western conference final and not uh, everything happens linearly we saw that in the likes of, of nashville who were supposed to be great they've never been able to get back to a Stanley cup final where's vegas's window compared to winnipeg's window like are, are they both That's a great question i actually did some research on that today i didn't even know that but you and i we we have a bond like nobody else so so how many now, now you can't go and Google it. You can't go to NHL.com and find it. How many players they they played uh, the end of that series May twentieth, twenty eighteen was was the last game of the series okay. game five. How many players on the Golden Knights are still there? Six, five. Ooh. Huh. How many Jets are still there? All five, seven. Six. Oh. And uh, and and that that that, that played in that surprised. game, right? That that played in that the, game. Yeah, that played in that game. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Um, you, you know, the the overhaul it, it, it speaks to me, and I, I think in the five years, I think the Golden Knights have been a better team than the Jets have in that five year window. Hmm. I think that they've been more competitive, and I think they've been more prolific. Uh, and yet, you see that in my mind, you see the Golden Knights, you know, always trying to create churn. And, and creating an opportunity for players to come into a winning program. The Jets have been rather, well, in, in trying to put it in a complimentary way, they might have been too loyal to some players in this period of time. Um, and, 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 and I think they finally realized that this summer. So they're, they're now in a point, they're now in a perspective of saying, okay, we have to have change, you know, I think there's a lot of complaints in Winnipeg that they haven't changed enough yet. I think there are people dissatisfied with where the organization is right now. But I think that, you know, the bonus attitude, if he can make these guys buy in, then perhaps there is some value to some of the guys that are still there. But to me, I thought that was fascinating that the team that went to the Stanley Cup final, the team that has had more success in playoffs in those five years, now they both missed the playoffs last year, but 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 the team that has had a, a better success rate has actually changed more of its players than the Jets have. Optically, I would say Vegas has acquired a bunch of stars, and Winnipeg has fought to keep their players happy and retain their players. Yet, agree. They I, I agree completely. Oh, I, they, they, yeah, the in, in Vegas, the core has changed. Yeah. In Winnipeg, the core hasn't changed, and they're just trying to supplant people around the core. Yeah. So, like, with a player like Pierre-Luc Dubois, philosophically, what, what do you do, right? 
do you do you want to make the play to 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 keep Pierre Luc around for a long time? Is that something the players open to, or how do you kind of uh, approach that from uh, from the GM's perspective? Well, that that's a really complex question, particularly right now. Dubois played his best game of the very small season last night, um, but he had not been very very visible in the first two games, Ryan. He just wasn't very good. Um, he's been given an unbelievable opportunity playing alongside Wheeler and a, a young guy named Cole Perfetti. This guy's a horse. He's got to play like a horse. He's got to be more physical. He has speed. He's got to use his speed. You know, he, he, he signed a one-year deal gambling on himself that he will have a good season with the hope that the cap would go up next year and he's going to get more money. Well, we know the cap's probably going to go up next year, close to $4 million. So is that something that Pierre-Luc Dubois can take advantage of? Or are there teams going to watch him this year and say, wow, with all the talent he has, he can't seem to get it together? Because right now, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's an enigma for this club. He should be a number one center. He should be as good as Shifley, and right now he's not. I haven't mentioned Kyle Connor, and I love you bringing up Cole Perfetti. Those guys can snipe. Well, Kyle, listen, Kyle Connor is one of the elite goal scorers in the in the game yep. that nobody knows about because he plays in Winnipeg. I, I think he could lead the league in goals. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, he's a lot. When uh, I'm not sure if Ehlers is playing tonight, but when Ehlers, Shifley, and Connor are on the ice, that could be one of the most dynamic lines in the game too. It really could be. Because Ehlers is, like, you know how shifty Ehlers is, how fast he can be, what great vision he has. Shifley has, still has that great skill. And Connor has speed and an unbelievable shot and the ability to find the open area. Kyle Connor is the real deal. He's, he's one of those guys that, but he's, he's a low-key person. You know him, you know him, Darren. He, he, you know, he, he barely says hello at times. Yeah. And, and yet he's one of those guys that has that, innate ability to shoot the puck and put it on the net. And right now he's learning to play at both ends of the ice, and that's become a real asset for him. My sources tell me Ehlers will not play tonight. I'm not surprised. Yeah. They probably should rest him. They play the Maple Leafs at home on Saturday night. Winning in Colorado last night with that lineup, with Appleton on the top line, probably reinforced that, hey, let's give, let's give Ehlers another night's rest. What was your favorite reverse retro sweater? Oh, but honestly, San Jose. Mm. Oh, with the California Golden Seals, not well. Uh, to pay homage to the original six, uh, original six expansion in, in yeah. 1967, the Oakland, California, California Golden Seals. Yeah. Uh, to me, is as good as it's going to get. I mean, that is that is something that pays tribute to a team that didn't last very long. But if you're a hockey historian, and I kind of view myself as a hockey historian nerd. That is the coolest thing, and I think I'm probably going to buy one. I and I don't buy very, very many sweaters. I haven't uh, heard you called a historian before. The other stuff, for well, sure. I, I, the, the only person that will call me that is me. So. <laughs> John and I used to do uh, mean tweets at night when we were waiting to record stuff. It, we, we could go back and forth, but John had, had one go-to that he always wanted. Are, are they going to wear white skates with the, with the Golden Seal sweaters? <laughs> no, no, but you know the great story about the white skates. Um, is that when Charlie Finley owned that team, because he owned the Oakland A's at the same yeah. time, right? They all wore white shoes. And so he wanted his hockey team to wear white skates. 
And so the only way in those days, in the 1970s, for a, uh, a team to, uh, to wear white skates is you, ha- you had to paint the leather, like with, like with paint, like yep. real, like out of the can Sherwin-Williams, you know? Yep. And, and what happened, what we people don't understand is paint is heavy. So by the time you put three or four coats of paint on your skates, you're probably putting four or five pounds on your feet. <laughs> and so you never, you never knew why this. For some reason, the seals were never as fast as anybody else, but it was those darn heavy skates. They lost a step. No, it was, yeah. the, it was the paint. I'm going to take a scraper to my belly when I get home tonight, see if I can lose some weight then. That's what I'm going to do uh, after I get done dancing. Hey, uh, will you join us every now and then on this program? I'd hate to put you on the spot, but. Uh, well, what is? Does, has Ryan agreed to this? Uh, I just asked him at the same time I asked you. Yeah, um, I'm all for it. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. As long as when I show up in Vegas, McPhee takes me for dinner. And oh, I can McPhee. I can make that happen for sure. I'll send George as as a text. McPhee, as long as McPhee takes me to dinner, and no one him will take me to one of those uh, casino buffets for twelve bucks. George listens to this show all the time. So George I will make taste. sure that that happens, uh, and I'll send him a note. <laughs> uh, you're the, hey, by the way, book coming out. Tell yes, me about the book. I, it, it is available on Amazon in the United States. Uh, it's actually it's uh, coming out on Tuesday. But if if you're a hockey nerd, you'll enjoy it. It's it's lots of stories about famous hockey people that I've been around for the last fifty years, and uh, and a couple of stories of uh, how we tried to reinvent hockey on television in Canada. Next week, I want you to come on and tell the Brett, uh, the Bobby Hall story. Sorry, the I'm not Bobby telling Hall. That's in the book. Okay. Well, can you tell? <laughs> okay, we're not going to read it. What do you want me to? Maybe yeah, are we going to do a on. reading a week or what? Fireside what? time with John Shannon. <laughs> a reading. What's the name of the book? Uh, the name of the book is Evolve or Die. Oh, that's very cheery. Because because every time I got fired, I had to evolve or I was dead. So. <laughs> I like it. Fireside readings with John Shannon. Evolve <laughs> or die. <laughs> Great That's segment. Scary. This is, hey, listen, as long as Jen's listening, I'm happy. Okay? <laughs> we will sell this for sure. She's still scared of you, by the way. Uh, John Shannon, a former executive producer of Hockey Night in Canada, host of the Bob and Count podcast. Uh, thanks for joining us. You'll be back next week. Appreciate it, pal. Cheers, boys. We got uh, big news from the Hyde Lounge coming up. Yep. It's the VGK Insider Show live from T-Mobile on Fox Sports Las Vegas. This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Love the way John Shannon gets the dinner set up with George McPhee. He is a smart guy. Yeah. Imagine the sitting at the table with those two hockey legends just listening to the stories. I can't wait for the reverse retro sweater to come in with the Vegas and the glowing and all the stars uh, on the front of the sweater. It's going to be awesome. And I think I'm gonna, before I take it out, like on a strip running the club, I'm going to take it for a test drive, do a little bit of dancing up at the Hyde Club. Uh, maybe Tommy can set me up because uh, I, think, I think it would fit right in the, up there, Tommy. Yeah, I think you I think you look great, Darren, for sure. I think it'd be a goal to with all the happenings up there. How's it been the start of your your season? Opening night was fun up there. Yeah, it was great. We were we were uh, extremely busy. It's just good uh, good to get the season rolling again. Good to see all the fans back in the building, and yeah, it was a great night overall. So, Tommy, like obviously, Hyde Lounge is one of the cooler places to watch a Vegas Golden Knight game, but you've also got something 
cooked up for tonight? Let everybody know what's going on. Yeah, this is uh, this is the first uh, first promo that we have set for this year. We're going to do a bunch of fun stuff for the fans, but uh, tonight's simple. You just come up, buy a seven five beer, any of the flavors, and you get a free pink Whitney shot, and you also get a drawing ticket to win a signed William Carlson jersey. So a lot of lot of lot of bang for your buck up here tonight. Sounds good. You're probably having a beer anyway, and you get a free shot, and then you get a chance to go in the draw. Like, yeah, right? exactly. even I can and figure be, that out. Before before puck drop, uh, twenty four ounce draft beer Dawnbreaker is only twelve bucks. So twelve bucks, you get the draft beer, you get a pink Whitney shot, and a chance to win uh, Carly jersey. When are you uh, When are you doing that that giveaway? Like, at, at what point do you cut things off, or are you able to just go and and get your entries all night long? Good, good question. So we're gonna we're gonna cut it off right after the second intermission craziness stops. Uh, we're gonna draw the winner in the third period, and then. Uh, Right when the third period starts, we're going to draw the winner, and then we post the winning ticket on our social media platforms. So make sure you follow us on Instagram, Hi T Mobile, and uh, see if you won. I do follow you, and it's awesome stuff. Is there <laughs> any maximum number of entries, or or am I capped at one? Well, no, you can buy as many as long yes. as uh, yes. you are sober <laughs> enough to buy another another yes. beer and a shot. So yeah, there's no. Uh, there's no minimum. Yeah, the, the more you buy, the better uh, better chance you have to win. Okay. We also we're also going to be we have a bunch of pink Whitney shirts hats that we're randomly going to be giving away. So uh, it's going to be a fun fun night up here. Tommy, for people that haven't been up to Hyde, one, it's easy to get up there. But two, like, where's the best place to take in the game once you're up in the lounge? Well, we have a spot called the Short Rail, which is my particular favorite spot. Um, but really, any anywhere in the venue is a great view of the action. We have double-decker couches that that uh, are spread throughout the venue. You get your own server. It's a real upscale upscale way to check check out a game, concert, USC fight. Uh, very very affordable prices, which surprises people. Before I let you go, what's a double-decker couch? Explain that to people. <laughs> yeah. So we have we have couches that are right against the glass, and then yeah. right above them we have a second row of couches that oh, are goodness. elevated so that you can see below. I need that in my living room. You do. <laughs> I, I do. Mean, I'm still waiting for you to come check out a concert. We're going to roll oh, up. The, the that's where I'm going. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, and I want I want us to be able to come up with a drink special night. I want the Darren like created special. I'm going to work That's, with you um, on that. Yeah, How about, I, I think that might be our busiest night we've ever had if we create something like that. And and I'll donate the prize uh, at the end of it. It'll be all a great collaboration. And uh, I'm not asking anything for free, but I want to be able to work with you on this. Uh, I Tommy love Blito, it. The, uh, the Millard special. Yeah, you know, make it happen. <laughs> I'll be waving to you from Section 117, looking over, especially when I'm on with Lawless in the second intermission. Uh, because uh, I, I'm looking for something to do when I'm with Lawless, so I'll be waving to you. Gary Perfect. knows. Gary knows that I do this to him, so don't don't think I'm being mean to him. <laughs> I mean to everybody. I'll be waving to you, and uh, good luck tonight. And let's uh, let's catch up again. Love it, guys. Have a good game. There's uh, Tommy from the Hyde Lounge making things happen, and it is cool. You can sit in your seats for a, a couple of periods, and then head up there. 
Uh, maybe go to the hide for the second period or the third period or spend uh, a good chunk of the first period up there and then go back to your seats. Uh, it's an awesome place, different vibe than the, yeah. than the regular seats. That's the cool part about being in Vegas. Yeah, the, the best part about the Vegas Golden Knights and, and Hyde Lounge specifically is you can take in the hockey game from your seat. You can go and hang out and have a club experience during the intermissions. Intermissions in Hyde Lounge, nothing like it anywhere else in the NHL. I can't wait to come up with my special unveil it for you. Oh, I can't wait either. It's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. Everything I do. It's it's awesome. We're going to take a break. Uh, When we come back, hour number two of the VGK Insider Show, a little bit about what's expected from the Golden Knights lineup tonight and who had the best and who missed the mark on the reverse retro jerseys that Vegas knocked out of the park. VGK Insider Show live from T-Mobile on Fox Sports Las Vegas.